Kevin Milne is here this morning. Kia ora, Kevin. Kia ora. I'm coming to you from Clyde, central Otago. Oh. The, uh, the wonderful Dunstan Hotel right in the centre there. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Just, just yeah. there on holiday, are you, Kevin? Yeah, I'm here on holiday. I've got uh, one of our older son over from London who... Never been to the West Coast, so we decided to take a trip down the coast. Oh, superb. And it was absolutely superb. Unbelievably good. Better than I remember the West Coast. Did you get hammered by the sand flies? Uh, no, no, it's not hot enough. It's like uh, middle of winter, of course, and uh, we haven't been hammered by sand flies, but, but it's just beautiful. There's a ton of snow about. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. It beautiful is. It's work. one of the best parts of the country, I reckon. Although, oh. uh, at, what, did, you, did you stop in at the glaciers? Yeah, uh, the yeah, yeah. The we, fast uh, retreating went, glaciers, gulp. Yeah, that's right. We went up to the uh, um, Franz Joseph, walked up to the Franz Joseph the other day. No, oh, nice. A couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh, superb. I love it down there. That um, Lake Matheson. In fact, that would be the best cafe in the world. <laughs> the cafe, the cafe at, <laughs> at Lake Matheson. Yeah. Where you sit out and you have a venison sausage roll. Oh. Or it was good, a venison roll, they'd call it. Yeah. A, a superb cup of coffee. And just stare up at Mount Cook and Mount Tasman. Oh. Covered in snow. That's so good, Kevin. Well, you, you've um, yeah. you've got a lot to be excited about with the family in town. Um, because, I, Kevin, you, you and Linda are about to become grandparents. Yes, I'm about to. And, yeah, that's right. For the first time, Jack, it, it, um, uh, our son Rory and his partner Emma are expecting a, a boy uh, in the first week of September. Linda and I are delighted, of course. We've been waiting a hell of a, a hell of a long time for this milestone to occur. <laughs> Here I am, seventy-three, and I'm not a granddad. You, you know, you should expect to be a granddad by then. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if there's an age on it, but are you the sort of, are you and Linda the sort of parents who put pressure on the kids and say, "Come on, guys," you know, every time they sort of come around and catch up for dinner, you're sort of glancing down at your watch and gently intimating that time's moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're as bad as some because, of course, we had a we had our, our Tommy, our little girl, very late in life. Yeah. So, so we've only just kind of got out of parenthood ourselves in a way. As you know, she just turned twenty one. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's a great time. I'm at, I'm at a loss as to how to prepare for the big event. You know, being the youngest in my family, I had little experience with grandparents. Uh, only one was still alive as I grew up, but he was a lovely man and. The conversation I most remember having with him was when he told me what a wonderful dad I had. Oh. When you think about it, nobody tells you much about your parents when you're a kid. Your, your parents talk about everything else but themselves. Yeah, That's why my granddad's assessment of my dad sticks in my mind. So one of the things I'll do with my grandson when he's older is talk to him a lot about his dad when he was growing up and how he met Emma. I'll have to try to explain dating apps, Jack. I may have to, I may have to actually pull you in for a bit of um, experience. Yeah, I'm not sure it's your responsibility to necessarily explain dating apps, to be honest, Kevin. But, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued that you, that you, you think it's a good. I mean, it's a, that's a really sensible thing, I think, to tell him a little bit about what his dad was like when he was when yeah. he was younger. Are you going to be one of those grandparents who? you know, um, smuggles him treats and chocolates all the time and against mum and dad's wishes, or are you going to well, follow all of mum and dad's parenting rules? It's interesting, actually, because my mother tended to treat her grandchildren as though they were her kids. They got lots of love, but they also got lots of tellings off. I don't intend to go down that road. I yeah. want my grandson to see me quite differently to his parents. I want to be the, the bearer of gifts, a fair bit of old guy silliness, and the keeper of secrets. 
<laughs> to be honest, I I can't see myself taking my grandson fishing or on hill walks or even watching his rugby on a frosty Saturday morning. But I'll continue to go to the gym so I'm a mobile enough dad who can play backyard cricket or frisbee on the beach. Yeah. And yeah. most of all, I look forward to taking my grandson out to my shed and discovering stuff. My old fun ho toys, my late brother's stamp album. We can get my vintage radios going and show him how my old red rotary dial telephone works. Yeah. I'm, I imagine that my grandson will be fascinated by what I least expect him to be, like the mouse traps under my workbench, set with, you know, peanut butter, <laughs> spider webs on the window with flies yeah. stuck to them. And he, he'll no doubt find the can of paint that I forgot to put the lid on properly. <laughs> <laughs> so I look forward to lots of surprises, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a what a special and exciting time for you and Linda and the whole family, Kevin. It's going to be fantastic. I mean, I am no parenting advice or grandparenting advice at all, but I think that whole um, that whole cliche, the best thing you can spend on your kids' is time, is just totally yep. true. You know, read to them when you can, play with them when they want you to play with them, see if you can get down on the ground and you know whatever little tactile thing they're um, they're examining, get involved. I just uh, it'll be a wondrous little period for you, I reckon. Yeah, thanks, thanks very much, Jack. No, yeah, we'll, we'll it'll look, be a lot of fun. 